welcome to Health and Fitness Redefined. I am your host, Anthony Amen. Join me today as we take a dive into the world of health and fitness, where we learn how to overcome adversity, depict facts versus fiction, and see health and fitness in a whole new light. Today, I got a very special episode for you guys. You're going to get all me. Isn't that exciting? I have a topic today I want to talk to everybody about because it's something that if you can get this take-home message, I think it's important we all learn a little bit about this episode. This is something that I've been preaching for years to a bunch of my clients and just recently actually more and more studies have come out to actually support this theory that I have pushed out to the world and it makes me very excited to announce that. So what am I talking about? Well, it is food related and what we're talking about with food is everyone's favorite friend, fiber. What? Wasn't expecting that one. I bet you thought you were going to say carbs, proteins, fats. No, guys. Today, we are talking about that fiber. So, Anthony, what is fiber? Fiber, simply put, is anything your body can't digest and break down. So, things that we just kind of process on the way out, that's what fiber is. I, I really bring this up because fiber plays so much more roles in weight management than ever thought before. And that's why I really think it's important we all kind of learn something from this. So I'm going to give you guys a brief little rundown of fiber. So there are two types of fiber, soluble and insoluble fiber. They both relatively do the same thing. For soluble fiber, it does break down through water and it really helps decrease blood glucose, which is blood sugar levels. And it can help lower blood cholesterol. Insoluble fiber helps speed up passage of food to the digestive system. This helps maintain regular and prevent constipation. It also increases fecal bulk, which may make stools easier to pass. So, Let's talk about it a little bit. With regards to both fiber, it plays a lot of benefits. So one, digestion. This is one everyone knows. You kind of say, oh, I'm going to eat more fiber. I'm definitely going to go to the bathroom tomorrow. You hear that all the time with people. So if anyone is ever suffering from constipation or even the flip side, some people can actually experience diarrhea from not having enough fiber. Because I promise you, you aren't having enough fiber. The daily recommend allowance is roughly 35 grams a day for men and 30 for female. So most of you eating five to 10, maybe that, maybe. And then we wonder why we have so many digestive issues. Also, fiber can help lower cholesterol. Why? Well, the digestive process requires some acids, which are partly made with cholesterol. And as the digestion improves, the liver pulls that cholesterol from the blood to create more bile acid, thereby reducing the amount of LDL cholesterol. And for those that remember the episode we have with Jackie, you got two different types. You got LDL cholesterol and HDL cholesterol. L stands for low density. You feel very low and sad. H stands for high density and you feel very happy. Easy acronym. I use it to remember. Low is sad. 
H is happy. So you really want to get rid of that LDL and help increase that HDL when it regards to cholesterol. So blood sugar, this is the biggest thing that I think is important, especially with the amount of diabetes that's been going on right now. So simply put, you take a look at fruits. And this is always the biggest topic debate, so I'm going to start there. Let's take berries, right? So a food that we all relate to being high carbs. Yes, berries have a lot of sugar in them. Not denying this. But berries also are very high in fiber. What happens now in a very simplistic term is as your body's eating these fruits and you're just mm, downing all those blackberries, definitely my favorite, <laughs> you're not getting that same blood sugar spike as you would from other sugar sources because that fiber, your body's trying to break it down, but it can't. So it's requiring sugar, which is what you're eating from that fruit, to help break it down and only having a slight increase in glucose. You ever wonder that why, if you're a diabetic, that most of the time they're saying, oh, you can eat most fruits. And people are usually confused. Why can I eat fruits that are high in sugar? That's because of what we call the glycemic load of something. That glycemic load, the higher it is, it means the higher the blood sugar spike you're going to get from a food. Harvard came out with a really good breakdown that I give to all my clients where it shows different foods that have different glycemic indexes. And I always tell my clients to really make sure you stay below that 80 mark. And you're going to notice a lot of fruits actually fall below that. The only one that's really high on the glycemic scale is dates. So just note, take a note on that. All fruits are good. But let's talk about something else. Fruit juice. So a lot of people say, well, you know what? I took an orange, I squeezed it out, and now I got some great orange juice. Well, guess what? That orange juice, even though I freshly squeezed it, it's totally organic, whatever, whatever the case may be, it's not good for you. Because what you did essentially is you took out all the fiber and made it pure sugar. Now your body doesn't have to hard, such a hard time processing it, it's gonna cause a blood sugar spike. So people thinking that even if they're getting 100% juice, it, juices aren't good for you. They're definitely not. You're actually better off if you want something in a liquid form, taking fruit and mixing it into a blender. And that blender is actually gonna keep most of the fiber in there, which is mostly those seeds that you're gonna get. And really not have the same aspect of just drinking juice. You're still going to have a lot of that fiber associated with it. So just food for thought when you're sitting there thinking about what you want to eat. <laughs> just take that into consideration. So that's my biggest thing. And uh, just for goat, if you want to know insoluble, soluble, your soluble fiber is what's really going to help with the blood sugar more than the insoluble. I'm not going to get into details. If you're curious, I'll put it in the show notes. I'm also going to throw some of that chart into the show notes so you guys can take a look at that and maybe print it out and hang it on your refrigerator to really help out. Other studies have shown that it could possibly have cancer prevention, mainly with 
Colorectal cancer is probably your best bet because it is going to help a lot with your colon to digest stuff. And then other studies have showed longevity. So people that have eaten more fiber through their life had 19% chance less likely to die than those who ate less. That is a correlation study. And it could be because something that's really high in fiber is fruits and veggies. So just note to yourself that you're eating more fruits and veggies. So maybe it's the fiber or maybe it's the fact that you're actually more health conscious about your diet and you're not just sitting there eating non-fibrous and unhealthy foods. So just kind of think about that when you're eating stuff. And then food allergies is another one. So people that experience uh, like seafood allergies or peanut allergies, these can really help build gut bacteria. It's kind of like your probiotics. And fiber is really going to help out your GI tract. So eating more of a high fiber diet, you're actually more likely to get asymptomatic inflammation than those that aren't really eating so much. And of course, fiber helps push everything through. You get more on a regular schedule, which is something that's important. You want to be on a regular schedule. You don't want to go to the bathroom seven times a day or go once every seven days. So especially as you get older, just make sure that you're really getting enough fiber in your diet because it does play a big role in what you're doing. And then suggestions of high fiber foods, lentils, brain flakes, Berries, like I said, are actually around 7 grams per cup. Apples with the skin, pears with the skin, because that skin, yet again, that's going to be your fiber source. Peas, black beans, lima beans, barley, popcorn. For those that like popcorn, just don't load it up with butter like I know a lot of you do. <laughs> Artichokes, uh, broccoli, turnip, green peas, all very, very high. And then, of course, if you can't get enough in with natural foods, there are supplements out there. These supplements aren't going to have the same effects that eating it from natural. And I always recommend getting it from food source, but it's better than not eating it. So just food for thought that, hey, maybe I should eat more fiber. And, of course, there's some people that don't do well on high-fiber diets. So make sure you do talk to your doctor. If you have anything such as Crohn's disease or diverticulitis or IBS, those things can actually have the opposite effect from having too much fiber in your diet. So just train your mind to be a little more different that way. Yeah, so that's my little basic rundown of all the stuff. Now I'm going to talk to you guys about something I really find exciting. So we're going to jump back two and a half years we're at now. So two and a half years ago, I'm at a big convention for trainers and we're doing these bunch of these classes and stuff. And one of these professors is talking about diet and how we can help obesity. And he was a big fan of the keto diet. He made that very clear, but that's for another time. So he was going on and on about the keto diet and how it's the only way to really show weight loss, et cetera, et cetera. Fast forward to the end, I asked a question and I was like, simply put, what if we just tried eating more fiber in our diets? Has there been any proof that that has helped with weight loss? The guy goes, you know, so there's no proof on that. And he kind of gets defensive that I even bring this up. So he goes, oh, you know, what? there's one study done that they showed that people eating 50 grams of fiber a day had sufficient weight loss and kept it off. But, you know, that was one study. And how do you expect to eat 50? So my follow-up question was, have they tried 30 to see if that works? Blah, 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 blah. Got angry about it. 
year later after that study comes out in a huge journal. It was pretty cool talking about the benefits of fiber, 30 grams has been shown to help with weight loss and type 2 diabetes prevention. Mind blown. Maybe laugh a little bit. But see, but even people who are high regards in this industry might be a little off and not have an understanding of how our bodies work and a simply way to follow things. And like I always tell people, people are more worried about tracking macros. Their macros, of course, are your proteins, fats, and carbs. And everyone's trying to find that one macro. It used to be fats, then now it's carbs. Everyone's like, if I get rid of this, get rid of this. I've always said, if you just eat enough fiber, you're going to get where you need to be. Well, that doesn't make any sense. Man, let's look at sugar. Because I'm all about nature being able to balance itself out. The same example I gave with the berries. Where does sugar come from? Anyone know? That's what I'm curious about. I can tell you sugar comes from sugar cane. Have you guys ever seen what sugar cane looks like? It's a bark. A tough, tough bark. Good luck eating it. They have to break off those sugar crystals. And it's a lot of work just to get a little bit of sugar out of it. Nature finds its balance. Sugar is obviously pure carbs and pure sugar because it's sugar. And nature is saying, you know, I'm going to take this pure, really sweet thing. And I'm going to make it a bark. That thing about how high in the fiber that bark is. 100 grams, I know I'm just making numbers up here, but no one's really going to eat sugar bark. But just think about that. Nature did its job and took the sweetest thing we know and put a lot of fiber into it and got that sugar bark. As humans, we processed and broke that down. We processed it. Think about that for a second. I am blown away and I brought up an example before where back in the 70s I believe it was the 70s there was a study done by the FDA so it was a government backed study they showed that you know sugar wasn't bad for you you could eat hundreds of grams of sugar a day not have any issues and it was all fat's fault so what happened around comes the 80s 90s and everything is low fat this, low fat that, no fat in this, no fat in that. But what happened? America still got bigger. America still had more health problems. Let's look into that study because everyone loves talking about studies. Hey, look, this study shows this, this study shows this. That study was pub uh, sponsored, so paid for, by the Coca-Cola company. Guys, you want to talk about biased? That's biased. And as of recently... The Coca-Cola company is under investigation because they were pumping more money into showing that sugar is not bad from between the years of 2013 and 2015. So they're still trying to show that it's not bad for you. And we know it is. And the public opinion of that is swaying. And it really all comes back around to fiber. Have you gotten enough fiber in your diet? Are you eating healthy? We need to stop. The obesity rate, new, new numbers are showing 42% after this COVID epidemic. 
Sit on that for a second. That means 42% of the population in the United States of America is obese. Why do you think your health insurance bills are so freaking high? Because you know what? It's costing thousands of dollars to be in the hospital. Insulin costs thousands of dollars a month. And it's not a joke anymore. I know I've said this before. I'm, I'm done joking around. I'm done seeing people take it lightheartedly. I'm done people thinking that it's okay to be morbidly obese. It's not. It's time to wake up. It's time to change. And if you make one simple little change, it's even more fiber in your diet. You're killing yourself. If I sat there and watched someone that was drinking some kind of toxin that slowly killed them and I knew it was going to kill them in seven years, are you going to say anything to that person that you love? You're going to say that to your parents? You're going to say that to your spouse? You're going to say that to your kids? No, no, it's okay. Drink that toxin. No worries. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going to allow that. I love my family. I love the people I spend my time with so much that I want them to live a happy, healthy life. I don't want them having all of these comorbidities that come from being overweight, all these diseases that are preventable just from having a healthy diet. And I'm sick of people saying we need to follow the South Beach diet, the Atkins diet, the keto diet. There's no answer. Eat healthier. That's what this fiber thing is about. Fruits and veggies are very high in fiber. Don't cook them. Don't tell me you're going to cook all your veggies. Cooking just breaks down the fibrous material and makes it easier to digest. And you just got rid of half the fiber. Raw fruits and veggies, people. Eat more of them. Why do we need to have an answer about fruits, about diets? Why does it need to have a name? Why do we need to name everything? Eat healthier. Don't tell me this diet works, this diet works. They're all called yo-yo diets. Yo-yo meaning you drop 15 pounds, now you just gain 25 a month later because your body can't rely on it. It's all about habits, how we change our programming mentally. It's a mental game. And for those that suffer from obesity, understand it's all mental. It's hard. It's an addiction. So help these people. Support these people. Educate these people. We need to help society get over this. And I'm gonna, if we're going to pick one thing to start from, it's fiber. Let's all eat more freaking fiber. It'll make a GI doctor happy, I'm sure. Come on. Whew. It gets me riled up. I don't know if a lot of you know that. I just, I, I care about people so much and I don't like watching the way that things are going and things are progressing. So it gets to me. It really, really does. And I hope everyone's listening to this podcast. I hope you guys like what I'm diving into. I'm here. Any questions, comments, Challenge me. Say something. I am here to help everybody. My email, anthonyamonfitness at gmail.com. I don't care where you live, where you're from, how old you are. If you have a question, ask me. I will help. I am here for all of us. I do this because I care about people. And that's why it gets my blood boiling. Because I care about the people I love and the people I haven't even met yet. And it's important for me for that to start spreading. I am here to help everybody. I don't care if you don't do training with us, if you can't afford a gym, whatever it is, 
You can afford to eat more fiber in your diet because you know what? It's cheaper. You don't have to tell me that you're too broke to eat healthy. If you learn how to budget, you can eat super healthy for way cheaper than eating unhealthy. And that's just the truth, guys. Great example is juices and sodas. I mean, stop drinking it. That's step one. You know what's free? Water. I just saved you all that money. You're welcome. Drink more water in your diet. Eat more fiber in your diet. Start feeling better. Stop complaining that you have no energy. Stop complaining you have all these issues. It's time for change. It's time to wake up and do something about it. And it starts with every individual. The more people we can change at an individual basis, the more this will spread. Start making it the norm that people exercise. Start making it the norm that people eat healthy. I mean, I just as of last week, my family who I love, they told me I was weird because I snack on cucumbers and peppers. Like most people will grab a snack and bite on an ice cream or whatever it may be, candy apple, whatever. I love just eating a cucumber whole. Delicious. I took an eggplant the other day, diced it up a little bit and ate that because delicious. You start really appreciating these foods are so good and so much better for us. And the more you eat it, the less you avoid fried foods and your high sugar and your processed, the better you're going to feel as an individual and the better you're going to feel as a person, the more money you're going to save because you're not going to be sick. And the more you can do in your life, the more you can travel, the more you can spend time with your family. You don't have to sit there and say, you know what? I can't play with my kids, my grandkids, because I'm too overweight. My knees hurt. My back hurts. I, I suffer from sciatica. It's start with the change. Show support. Help each other grow. It's time to wake up. It's time for change. I'm going to end on this note. But guys, eat more fiber in your diets. You heard it here at Health and Fitness Redefined. You were going to pledge right now at least the daily recommended minimum. Yet again, I'm going to reiterate. Men, 35 grams a day. Women, 30 grams a day. Unless you have some medical condition like we spoke about earlier, eat that. Regardless of anything, if you want to change a behavior, slow and steady wins the race. Don't rush to eat all your fiber at once and try to, if you're eating five, don't start eating 40. Five, go to 10 for a week. After a week, go to 15. After another week, go to 20. Slowly get your body used to more fiber. Slowly get your digestive tract back on health. Slowly start getting healthier, lowering your blood sugar, preventing type 2 diabetes, lowering your blood pressure, because guess what? It's going to help cholesterol. It's going to lower your blood pressure. And get off these meds. Let's change live, guys. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Health and Fitness Redefined. Don't forget to subscribe to our show and join us next week as we dive deeper into this ever-changing field. And remember, fitness is a journey. Like I said, one step at a time, not a destination. Until next time.